Good morning, LBC Radio. My name is Corey Rosen, and I am with the Story Podcast. Today, I have on a special guest, but before we get to her, I've got some merchandise on sale. I have some stickers, and we got some hoodies with the logo on the front and the first 50 guests on the back, and that includes today's guest, Vic E. E. Rogers. She is a awesome, awesome person. I'll tell you what. Singing since her early childhood days, Vicki E. Rogers has been on a mission to minister using her natural God-given talent, her soothing voice. Her voice has been forged through her natural talents and the assistance of some formal vocal training, which augmented and refined her vocal abilities to its current state. Vicki has a Nashville gospel record contract with Redemption World Records. She was also crowned Ms. Senior Pennsylvania with her vocal talent. She's got the tiara here and her sash. It's awesome. Her three-octave range was a part of the Musical Art Society of Lancaster for years where she is a past board member and officer. She has participated, participated in choral presentations for the Billy Graham Crusade, the Benny Hill Crusade, Lancaster Bible College, Ocean Groves Choral Fest, and Dell's Messiah with numerous groups. FNM Choral Society and Music for Everyone's Community Chorus. Vicky has been a worship leader, performed at Sutton Sound Theaters, Sandy Cove Women's Luncheons, Historic Philadelphia, sang the national anthem at the Reading Phillies and the Altoona Curves, coffee houses, art galleries, nursing homes and weddings, and she and the Senior America Senior America National Pageant and PA and SR America Pageant. Vicky is using her soothing nature of her vocal gift in her profession as a reg- registered nurse. Vicky has assisted her hospice patients transition into the tranquil mildness of her singing. And as she has promised some, Vicky has sung at the services of their final worship along the way, endearing herself to many of the families involved. Listeners will appreciate her soothing voice in her current CD available now. Listeners will be captured by how seamlessly her voice blends with the equally soothing instrumental arrangements on the original songs and some of her own arrangements. You can find all of her work in the links in the description, whether it be whether we're on Facebook or any other streaming platform, you can find that in the description. Vicki, how are you doing today? Very good, Corey. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You feel better? I feel, I feel a little bit better. My voice okay. is still struggling, though. But that's always a struggle, isn't it? It's a good morning in Lancaster. It is a good it's morning. It's always a good day in Lancaster. And it's always a new day. It's a new day. It's always a new day, and it's always God's God. God woke us up. God woke us Tell you what, that's true. <laughs> it takes more <laughs> than my He didn't have to. He didn't no. have to wake us up. <laughs> it, it takes more than my will to get up out of bed that's every right. morning. <laughs> so what, what's really started your journey with... Uh, was you said as a kid you started singing was that was that just on your own was it was always church? it was just always in me yeah i was raised in church yeah sitting there in church loving the music and it's just inside of me and it's always been inside of me and it's always what i've wanted to do uh, my mother told me that once when i was a child i was sick and she said if only vicky would sing i know that she would be better so I was always singing around the house. Music is just a part of me. It's in me. And so how did that develop? Did your parents encourage you to join choirs? Did no, no. But we, uh, in school, we did have choirs. And 
forces. So I joined as soon as I could as an outlet, as uh, an outlet. to sing. So I always sang since I was a child. And then when in third grade we could have is when instruments started. So then I started playing instruments. What instruments did you play? Clarinet. Clarinet? I did. That's awesome. Is that something uh, you still kind of hold on to a little no, bit? Or no, no, I don't do instruments. That's in totally public. In, in public. public. In public. So, did you? How did you grow this this talent? How did you fertilize this talent? Did you go to college for it, or did no, you? No, I didn't. I'm a nurse. I went into nursing. I would have liked to have done music, but I didn't know how to. Mm. I didn't know how to. Um, be successful in music, what to do. So I just went, uh, did uh, my job for years, and once in a while singing different places. I've sung, this is Lancaster Bible College, the campus we're on. I've sung Lancaster Bible College. They used to have a community chorus at the holidays. Mm. So I sang in that for years, but then they stopped it. But so any, I'd find out different places, choruses, to sing in and once in a while singing solos. I have a so my ministry is solo work. I'm a, I'm a solo um, act. Uh, but then, so doing some solo work when I could or was asked, which wasn't very much, and then doing some community work, which wasn't very much, but always wanting more. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Uh, when, when was that when Lancaster Bible College had that program? I don't even, that was years ago. Years and years, probably what, well, half um, this campus probably didn't Timothy Sidebotham. Oh, I, yeah, Tim, Tim Sidebotham. Was yeah. that before or after his stroke? He, when he, before. Before, okay. And then he even came back and did, uh, I was with, I don't know how long he did it then, but he came back after his stroke and he was still director. Oh, yeah, he's he's an amazing person. I hope to have on in the future. He's Is one he of my, here? Oh, yeah, he still he's still here. here. Yeah, he was one of my professors. Oh, good. Yes, he is. I so, liked him. He is awesome. Have you have you met Rachel? Yes. His wife. Oh, did they get married? Oh, they did. Yes. Aww. They're, yeah, they they are awesome. And they have a little girl now. Aww. Yeah. So I would find places to sing, and that just went on for years and years, treading water, just treading water. Mm-hmm. I never had any idea of anything else. I just wanted to sing. I thought if I'd sing twice a month, that would be good. I just wanted to use what was inside of me to get it out, to express what was inside of me. Mm. So after years, then things just started happening like 10 years ago. Eight, yeah. Actually, nine years ago. Things just started happening nine years ago. Yeah, so, and before I, before we get into that, I would love to talk about the, because you're, you're talking, you've been around for a while. And you see, like I'm not going to tell you how old I am. Right, exactly. But uh, you performed at Sight and Sound when they had the old building. In the old building. I even know before you were born. Old, I even know there was an old building before you. Were, it was burned down. It was. Oh no. In the uh, before this one that they have now, the other one was burned down. What What was that like? Was it just Was it as grand as the one they have now? Or? Oh no, it was smaller. Oh yeah. This this stage they have now is as big as Radio City Music Hall. Is it? But yeah, uh, it seats as many people. But and it's a surround, yeah, yeah, I've, a surround I've been in theater. There, yeah. But the old one, I um, I auditioned as a singer, so I got in the cast as a singer, and rehearsals and uh, 
you know, for months and months and then shows for months and months. So I was glad to do that. That was the show we did then that I was in. It was Behold the Lamb. So it was the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, back then, did they also work with animals? Oh, yes, live animals. How was it working with live animals? Well, that was good. It was fun? It was good. And they still had all the, all the, whatever it's called, pyrogenics, whatever. Oh, the, all, all of the set design and all, all, the, the, all, the, all the, everything. The, they, not as grand a scale as it is now. Now it's really. Now, if you haven't been to a sight and sound show. It's really, um, you know, world class. Yeah, you need to go and see. In fact, we're going to have one of the writers of the music for Sight and Sound mm. this coming Friday, Kristen Brewer. Okay. A really good friend of mine. Um, and it is incredible what they have going on now. David. Have you seen David? No, I saw Esther, and I want to see David. Oh, Esther was so And fun. for you Lancaster residents, you know that with a Lancaster address, you get a discount on tickets. Oh, do you? I did not know that. Oh, that is awesome. You do. Is that countywide or just citywide? County. County. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So now you know. So now you have a reason. <laughs> you get a discount for being that's, from Lancaster. That's awesome. So, yeah, and you so you, you kind of auditioned for these different groups, got in with these different groups, and it just, nothing went further. Well, I, there wasn't any further to go. Mm. You just did what they did, and then it was over. There wasn't any further to go. How did you get those jobs? Were were you acting as your own, or did you have like an agent that you wanted? No, no, just you just walk in and for sight and sound, you auditioned, yes. But otherwise, just and walk then for in. others, you just put your name in. Mm. So you decided one one day that you saw this Ms. Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, this, I had a that. friend who was uh, in North Carolina who had the title of Ms. Senior North Carolina. Mm. And so that's how I found out about this. It was, uh, it's a pageant for older women. And you have to have a talent. And, but a lot of the talents are made up or they do skits or readings. Some of them don't have what we would call a real like, talent. I mean, I don't want to say that, but yeah, I you know, know. You they make up something just to be on stage to, and uh, so I did it. I entered. I found out about the Pennsylvania uh, group, and I entered because of my singing. Hmm. And I, I have no interest in the pageant world. I have no interest in the beauty world, and I still don't. That's not my thing. I'm a Lancaster County, Pennsylvania Dutch girl with some Mennonite heritage, and I never even did my hair and makeup. Hmm. So um, anyway, so I entered this pageant. It's not me. I just did it for my singing, and I won. <laughs> Ta-da. Ta-da. So that was really the start of all this. Then uh, for a year, I put myself out there, made appearances. Uh, once in a while, I sang, uh, but mostly just appearances, promoting the organization, getting myself mm-hmm. out there. But I learned a lot in this year, learned how to be up front in front of people, learned how to do my hair and makeup. Uh, spent a lot of money on clothes, jewelry, makeup, um, all that. So it was a real learning time. So looking back, you can see how God used that. Mm-hmm. So that was nine years ago. Yeah. And the founder of this was a Catholic boy who went to Oral Roberts University 
and he was looking for a ministry. So he started this pageant that I entered. He started that as a ministry to older women. So God can use anything. And you never know what God's going to do, but you just do something and you don't know what it's going to lead into. I'm curious, how does the whole selection for, for this pageant work? It's based on the Miss America organization. It's the four categories of judging. It's the interview, talent, uh, gown. We don't have swimsuits, sorry. <laughs> but And we write a philosophy of life, which I wrote my philosophy of life. And I actually wrote a song about from that. So that's... So I did that for a year, and you always have the title. So that's something I can always say. That looks good on your resume. Well, it looks very good on your resume, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, not many people do that. So from there, and that, then that was really the start of everything the last nine years. From there, it was just one thing after the other. Mm. What um, You said you had your philosophy of life. Would you like to share okay, that? Okay, I did my... So you have to write a philosophy of life. And I did this off of my nursing and singing mission statements, which is hope, healing, wholeness. Are you hopeless, sick, and broken? Through a lifetime of living, loving, caring, and sharing, I have learned to persevere through trouble. In the midst of my problems, I found that no loving or caring act is too small. Despite many setbacks over the years, I have discovered hope, healing, wholeness in my life. Now my purpose is to pay it forward, to offer hope, healing, and wholeness to those around me. Maybe this would be a good time to play the song. A hope, healing, wholeness? Yeah, so I wrote a song from this, so this might be a good time to play this song. Yeah, so tell me me about this, the story behind it, because... We well, this is the it. story behind it. Well, but uh, the music story, right? Because this was something that you weren't expecting, music-wise, with the, the way he took oh, it. Oh, how I wrote this. Yeah, yeah, I've never written a song before. Now, this is a whole other story. Do we want to go into this yeah, now? Yeah, let's go. Let's, if we're going to okay, play this Okay, yeah, so now we have to go into my record contract, how this came about. This, so I joined a national music group, and... I met him through the pageant organization. He was in the national, I met him at the national pageant. Uh, he's from Charlotte, North Carolina, but he was up there as an MC. So that's how I met him. So I joined his national musical organization. He's uh, from a big, well-known family in music. And the, a board member for the national music group uh, you know, I had my music in there at, in the office. He listened to my music, and he approached me and offered me a record contract. He had a Christian label in Nashville, Jonathan Goodwin. Mm. I had never met him. So he came to me, well, just messaged me a couple of times, saying I'd love to work with you. And um, so for a couple of years, he came to me. And I, you know, I didn't take the offer. I actually, I didn't really trust it. I thought, oh, yeah, because, you know, there's so much uh, scamming and funny stuff in music. And I'd never even met him. I didn't know if he was a real person. It was so then he came to me four years ago. He came to me and he said, this is last time he's coming to me. 
and he gave me a deadline of the end of the month. Mm. So a lot of prayer, a lot of still doubting. You know, it was what I wanted, but was it what I was supposed to do? Because mm. it would be a big involvement, you know, and if it was wrong, it would be a waste of years, you know, getting into something wrong. So it was a decision I had a tough time deciding. So it was a Sunday night, the 31st. I got out of church. It was a Sunday night. I came out of church in the parking lot, still praying. Got a call from him, you know, the deadline's coming up. I signed the contract right before midnight. <laughs> that was a big step. And still not knowing if it was right or what. Just, you know, God, is this right? So he said it was a faith thing. So it was um, it was all about faith. Yeah, sometimes the biggest decisions, you just have to step out in faith. So that's how I signed this record contract four and a half years ago with Redemption World Records. And um, then um, he told me that he wants me to write life songs, life story songs. And I'm like, I've never written a song. So I was stuck for months. He said that good singers are a dime a dozen. Mm. Mm-hmm. He said, you have to have something. People want something. And they like, you know, original songs, of course. And songs, he's felt that I had stories about my life to write. So it was months, not knowing what to do. I was stuck. I wish I would have known this before I signed the contract. Because <laughs> who knows? Who, I don't know. But I was like, oh. So finally, I thought of things magazine articles and things I've written. And I thought of this. So I wrote a song from this. Well, the lyrics. I do the lyrics. lyrics. John's the composer. He's a genius. He's a creative genius. Oh, for sure. Uh, Tell tell me about the composition process behind the song The Hope. Well, I've done the lyrics for my songs, which I'm good at. But I also, another way I've gotten the lyrics is I have a journal hmm. where I write words that God's given me or other people's given me or things from scripture that stand out. So I looked through this book. I would think about life story songs and I would think about, hmm, what do I want to write a song about? So I had written, um, I have a son. So that's Hope, Healing, Wholeness. Mm-hmm. Now, another song that's on my first album with Redemption World, uh, I wrote a song, I Believe, which we're going to play also. And I wrote that off of my spiritual, ethical will, which I wrote for my son. Mm. It's what I believe, what I want to pass on to him spiritually. So that's how I wrote I Believe. That's all. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um there's another, I don't know if you've heard, uh, I believe, because uh, it seems to be a popular song title within Christian uh, uh, songs, um, but there's the, the Credo, I believe, uh, that song. There's, the, there's a really good uh, rendition of, it's a, it's a oh, what, is, what is that? It's, it's high, high upbeat jazz. What do, you, what do you call it? Funk? A little bit? Oh, there's a specific word I'm I'm blanking on it, but I love we we performed it here at LBC, and it was one of the 
most uh, fun experiences called I Believe. And uh, it starts out really, really nice and soft, like growing, like soothe, like really soothing, soft crescendos, decrescendos. And then it, it, it had, it, it's very operatic, put it that way, very choral. And then it goes, it breaks down into this party of, of belief uh, in our, in the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost and God. And it's just wonderful. Um, so we're going to play the Hope Healing Well healing wholeness yes. right now and uh you can find that on any streaming platform well i have um well it's in my album it's in your album and that can and be, that can uh, be it's found. also youtube i think yes. you're playing it off youtube i will yes i'm playing it off youtube you can find her on youtube in the description and is it vicky e songstress Vicky E. Rogers Songstress. Vicky E. Rogers Songstress. And that's where that's where you can find her on, on YouTube. With that said, this is Hope Healing Wholeness. Sick and broke. 
that's hope, healing, and wholeness. So that is that style of music is very unlike the rest of your album. That's very different for me. I'm um, I like things calm and uh, smooth. That's very different. When I first heard it, I mean, John is the composer. He does the music. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, my word. You know, we're going to have to tone this down. Um, and I'm, and I, I said to him, I said, John, oh, well, you had a party and you didn't invite me, you know, <laughs> while you were recording this because you do it separately. You know, I was in the studio all by myself and I just put my vocals down. And um, so when he sends something, you don't know what it's going to be like. But he's a creative genius. He's just wonderful. And um, so I was thinking of toning it down. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I had a neighbor, a young person who's in music, and I asked her, and she liked it. So I have come to like it. I really like it now. Yeah, it, it, that is a party and a half. <laughs> it is. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I can see. It. I I wonder though. I I wonder what it would have would have been if it had been sombered down. Well, uh it's good for me not to have all the same type of style. Oh, of That's good. Yeah. So it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And actually um actually uh I was going to be at the Grand Old Opry and we'll probably be going to the Grand Old Opry again. I mean, not again, but getting it booked there. Um, so this is actually the song I was going to do. I'm going to do at the Grand Old Opry. That'd be that'd be a lot because I think the I think the audience would really like this. Oh, I'm sure. You know, more up more upbeat. Yeah, it would be fun. And that's a, that's a national curtain for me. Yeah, Grand Old Opry. Oh, the Grand Old Opry is uh, an iconic place, that's, a musical venue. That's one place I missed when I went to Nashville the first time. Well, you go again. I well, I am. Yeah, he's, you're taking a road trip, and I'm connecting you with Jonathan yeah. that maybe you can meet him, and you know you can do a backstage tour of the Grand Ole Opry. I did that. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's good. You get you actually go into this, the green rooms and the dressing rooms, and uh, yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for the road trip because I'm going to meet so I'm meeting so many people from, and all of these towns are surprised like music towns. I'm going. Key West, which is a giant music town, apparently. Granted, uh, well, a lot of tourists go there. I'm going to New Orleans. There's a, a music town galore. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah. I'm well, go- they're all and they're all different styles. They're all different styles. Yeah, I'm going to Dallas. It's a, 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 a Houston and Dallas have their own music scenes. Nashville, of course. Atlanta is is really rising within the music genre. So I'm I'm really excited to to. Uh, Go out and, and explore different music towns, and you have your CD. Yes, I gave you my CD, and actually, the title of it is "Hope Healing Wholeness," mm. the same as my song. So you can definitely check that out. That's that's on uh, all streaming platforms or Spotify at, at least, right? Um, or they can, con- oh yeah, iTunes. They can contact if they want to buy an album. They can contact me. Yeah, seven one seven eight zero eight four five. I would yeah. I wouldn't okay. I wouldn't give up okay, on the I radio. Um I'll, I'll protect you that way. Okay. <laughs> uh but um they can message you on, on Facebook. They yes. can do that and they can message you privately to to, okay. f- to figure that out. That's what, that's how I would do that. Okay. Um but 
right now we have your I Believe song, which is all about your own, uh, your own beliefs. It's, I wrote, yeah, I wrote the spiritual will to give to my son, my son Jesse. It's what I believe. I'm curious, how, how does, is, is your son your only child? Yes. How does he respond to your music? Um, it's not his style. No? Not yet. Does he does does he support you in, in all you do? Oh, he does. Yes, he's That's good. he's proud of me. That's good. So I wrote this for him. So I wrote this song. I believe, and like you said, there's many I believes. Even forty years ago, Rich Mullins, mm. I believe. And but this is your rendition. I believe. I believe. Yeah. Yes. But this is I believe by Vicky E. Rogers.
restoration through perseverance. I believe in family, bearing our burdens, loving and worth. I believe in heaven I'll live forever. That's that's more of that's more of what you'll hear on the on the album that kind of style. Yes. Nice, relaxing, very soothing, very soothing. It's music that you could listen to um, as background music during meditation. Yeah. And I have friends who are in ministry who give it to people, but I have friends who they give it to people who might be having. Um, some problems, emotional problems. I'm a psychiatric nurse. Mm. They might be having some problems, and it, they've, I mean, friends, different friends have told me how this music has helped calm their uh, friends down. I just gave one to someone in Arizona, an, al- uh, an album to somebody in Arizona, and she messaged me saying she was uh, having trouble sleeping at night, and she played it while she was going to sleep. It helped her go to sleep. Yeah, it, it, not that it's boring. I mean, they, well, it's not like oh, this music's putting me. It's it's it's, it's, it's a good it's thing. Gentle, it's it's helping yes. you. It's bringing God's spirit. It's ministering to you. I want ministry. I'm not an entertainer. Mm. I'm a licensed minister. I don't want to entertain you. I want to minister to you. I I at my out. It's hope, healing, wholeness. I want to give you something. I want God to minister to you in whatever way you want the name and um i uh, i'm a psychiatric nurse and i've played i've done in services to staff to uh staff on the effects of music and the effects of music uh gentle peaceful music is healing Mm -hmm. to you but all and then music that is uh rougher it can cause learning disabilities. It can cause uh, emotional upsets in the development of young people. They listen to this. It affects your nervous system. Really? Oh, yes. So my music is healing. It's it's good for you. 
that's so that's 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 interesting. I'll have to check up on those studies. Um, I'm curious. Have you ever delved into music therapy at all? Yeah, that's what so, I've yeah. I've done. Uh, well, the, also at work, I've done. Um, I played my music. I've done therapy groups for my clients and played my music in the background. Yeah. That's awesome. And my, I know my nephew, when he was young, he did an experiment. He was a young in school, and he did an experiment where he played soothing music for his plants, and then a friend of his did rocky, jazzy music for his plants, and they compared on what the effects of music on their plants. It's, I, I always like listening to those weird studies like that where they, they take uh, music. Like, for example, there was there was a, a study that uh, – have you ever heard, heard the, the saying that Mozart will make your kids smarter? Oh, yes. There's baby Mozart. Um, that, apparently, that's a myth. It's a, it's, no. I, I think uh, – Baby – well, sure baby was, Mozart. Anyway, I don't know. I, well, I, I just like listening uh, – hearing those studies and just seeing what – what work because I know music can impact for sure, um, but it's I didn't know I, I have to research some of those some of those studies and check that out because that's that's kind of because I, I know music therapy is, is a thing and it it works, uh, and if anybody knows anything about music, if you listen to a certain song, it's going to make you feel a certain way. What we feed on, what we put into us, that's what comes out affects us. Yeah, um, you know these people. Uh, so I want to put good things into people and think on good things. Whatsoever things are good, true, pure, lovely, of good report. If there be any virtue, if you, there be any praise, mm. think on the good things. Put good things inside of us, and then good things come out. Yeah. So you uh, did core positions for Billy Graham and, and Benny Hinn. Is the, is they that, were in, that was in Philly. Uh, so you got a chance to see Billy Graham? Yeah, I was at his crusade. What was his the, last one in Philadelphia. What was that like? Because well, I've... the stage is so far apart, so far away, um, so and I'm there were sh- so many of us in the choir. Yeah, it was good. It's a good experience. What was it it's like all good. It's listening all... to him, listening to him speak. Oh it... yeah, that's good. And then all these people coming forward. Yeah, it, it was because that's that's a that's a thing that I never got to experience or never got to see. I always hear about it, but I've never. Uh, but it's always confused because you have. These mega churches today, right, where you have all of these different people, and even now they don't even like do altar calls anymore. I don't, at least not as often as like Billy Graham did, where every single uh, place he went, he did an altar call, altar call, and like thousands of people come down to receive Christ. Uh, um, I'm sure that must have been a moving moment for sure. It is. It is to see all these people, and there's training. I uh, mean, we got a, a together before to go, the chorus got together to go over our music, and then the altar workers had training also to uh, know what to do when they're up front with the people. So were you one of those people that... No, I was in the chorus. Okay, you were one of the chorus. I, I didn't know if the chorus also went down there to help. No, no, no. Okay. Yes, that is. It's good to be part of a group to do things. So I'm actually going to Philly. This is a side note. I'm going to Philly next Saturday to clean up the streets. There's a, there's a group that I'm with. There's a young man who organizes it. And um, we go to the streets of Philly and clean 
and clean up a little section. You can only do so much, you know, so we do right. our part. So I've done that for a number of years. If anybody wants to come to Philadelphia next week, you can contact me to go out in the streets and clean up a neighborhood. What's the what's the program behind that? Is there one? It's just Clean Up America. It's just American. It's with a young man from New Jersey who goes to different cities and does it. That's not it's not Brandon Shaka, is it? Brandon, no, he's with no. Walk Away. Oh yeah, that's, but that's, the, uh, but Ryan Pressler is one. Ryan, Ryan Pressler, Pressler is uh, that's who actually started it. Yeah. Yeah. The the Clean Up America. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, so this is Darius Mayfield, a young man in New Jersey. He's actually running for Congress. So New Jersey, he's a good man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they uh, they've gone around multiple cities and helped clean up the streets in regards to, like trash and uh, do they do graffiti too? No, we don't. No, but but definitely I know of trash for sure. They uh, they clean up all the cities of all the cigarette butts and, and all then, that, everything. Um, see, I like ministry. I mean, my music is ministry. Everything I do is ministry. My nursing is ministry. Music is ministry. Da-da-da. So this uh, is ministry. And while I'm doing that, I'm praying for this, the people. And then the people in the neighborhood come out. Some people join us in the neighborhood. They come out to see what we're doing. And then we have food. We have lunch, usually pizza. And sometimes people... Um, uh, though they need food, we do that. And once, um, a couple years ago, a man came out with a machete. <laughs> he was from Guatemala. I, I asked him if he kept that at his front door as a weapon. He said yes. Oh, wow. So he came out with his machete and helped to chop <laughs> down, down, chop like down the bushes and things that were yeah all the stuff that's growing. Oh wow. That's awesome. So it's 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 cool. It's neat. Come out and join us. Yeah. Or or do it in your own neighborhood. Yeah. On uh, things I did as a Boy Scout, like cleaning up beaches and uh, the trash sweeps we would have to do after every camp out, have uh, really trained me. Every time I see a piece of trash on in whenever I'm like going around Lancaster, I always make a mental note to pick it up and put it in because it's <laughs> it's the strangest thing, but it's always around a trash can where you find trash. It's like it's like it's literally you could have walked like five feet and thrown it in the trash instead of throwing it on the ground. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it is, but um, you have worked as a part of the Musical Arts Society of Lancaster. That um, was years ago. Yeah, tell me what I was, was a board member. They promote actually they work with young people. It's a lot of work with young people to uh, education, music education, and to get them. Uh, trained and encouraged them in their musical art. Is, is that still a, a thing that uh, around or? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a good experience, and so um, the last two years. Um, so everybody knows what's happened the last two years. Yeah, twenty. So we'll go back and talk, continue with. So now I have the record contract. I recorded. I and I finally did get songs done that I could record an album. <laughs> and you just heard the two that are on my first one with uh, Redemption World Records. So and um, then I was going to be launched. Mm. Uh, Jonathan, the record album does everything they do for me. They do promo, management, 
They do everything for me. And it's like a family. And then, so I was going to be launched. I had big things scheduled for 2020. A lot of people had big things scheduled for And everything was canceled. We were scheduled to go to the Grand Old Opry. I was scheduled to go on a tour of Israel with Jackie Velasquez. Everything was canceled. And then, you know, more. And that was, it was the last two years, 2021, were very hard for the music world. Oh, for sure. Ministry world, the arts world. People left music. Jonathan was fighting the record label, had to fight bankruptcy. Oh, wow. Uh, People furloughed. Uh, my studio was shut down. Uh, the company that where I got my replication was shut down. I couldn't get CDs. Mm. It was very hard. So we are just starting to come back and working to come back. And uh, so I, in April, I was down and just recorded two more albums. Oh, wow. In two days, I recorded 18 songs. That's that's a lot of singing. It is. It's how two you, two days. How do you prep for that? You do well. You just go over the music. You keep going over. Like you prep for the studio the same way as you prepare to go on the stage. Hmm. It's just it's the same thing. You go over the music. You keep going over and over it. So when I go in there, I'm ready to go. So it, it's it's done. How do you keep your voice healthy enough to keep going for for that long? I do uh, lemon water and lozenges, and it's just not a problem. As I go on, my throat actually clears up and gets better. Mm. Yeah, but it hasn't been a problem for me. But, you know, you're trained and you, um, I mean, I've sung with uh, colds. You just, you, people who are trained know you can, to a certain point, you can sing over above it. Mm. You can do some, you, you know. So I just so in April I just recorded two more albums, and the one album um, is Hope Healing Wholeness Two. So it's a continuation of Number One. I wrote eight of the songs on there, so I'm writing more and more. Uh, do you find and, it easier and easier as you keep going? Well, yeah, you get into a certain mode. Now I know how to go about trying to write a song. What is that process like for you? Well, it's going through the words that I've written down, my journal, prayer, going through scripture. Like um, I'm thinking of something. uh, I'm thinking of what do I want to write about? So I have a topic, a theme. So I'm thinking. So I look up scripture that has to do with this. Or I look in my book for what has to do with this, and I write it down, and then I just organize it into words. Like Fanny Crosby, she was not a composer. She was a poet. Mm. She wrote the lyrics. She didn't do the music. But everybody knows Fanny Crosby, but they don't know who wrote the song. And she was commissioned a lot. So I'm a lyricist. I'm a... uh, I write the lyrics and the do you ever worry about like rhyming at all no no? i don't even think about that don't even think about it no that's awesome because as a singer myself that's what i i always get caught up in like the rhyming Mm -hmm. or the the cadence per se of it Mm -hmm. uh 
But now you just write down words. I throw things down, and then John can change it. I mean, he'll have suggestions, mm -hmm. too. He's done this for years, well, and sure. this is his thing. So the second album will be coming out this fall, but the third album is really different. It's a patriotic revival in America album. It's an EP. Mm. So I wrote four of the songs on there, and that is I'm going to have a single release July 4th. Oh, yeah. That's so, and, July 4th? Yes. Oh, yeah. Monday, Monday. Uh, I have a single release from that. And then that album, the Patriotic album, is going to be released next. That'll be in July. Mm. And it's songs about what is happening right now in, our, in America. It's about the revival, the end time harvest. It's about what God is doing and bringing America back. Mm. So I'm curious then, uh, what, what other future projects do you have in store? Do you have these two albums? Do you Are you going to be writing more and more? Well, actually, or? I'm finishing up the next album. A fourth album. And, and it's three albums. It's going to be three albums I've done this year, and that's a, that's a lot. Yeah, that is. When did you start these, the first two albums this year? Did well, you? I actually, some of these songs I have, uh, have had uh, ideas oh, okay. for them for, you know, a year or two. So... This year, I'm going to have uh, finishing up my third album. I'm going to record that in the fall, and that is a children's album, and that's really different. Yeah. So I have, I have uh, all my albums are really different. What is it like to write for a children's album as opposed to writing? Well, I'm thinking about what I want to write about. So I just got an idea. So I get ideas, like I'll be doing dishes or something, and all of a sudden I get an idea. And I take it as God. I take mm. it as a God idea. So I'm having a song about the ark, about the fruit. That Noah's ark? or Yeah. Okay. About fruit, about um, guidance, about a success. It's called Successful Journey. Mm. So I, I get ideas for songs. but this, So I have one more song to write, and, this, and I'm stuck. But I, I know that I'll it'll come. I'm stuck right now on this last song for the children's album. And it's going to be about um, aborted babies or miscarriages. Mm. But I want it to be a healing song. So I'm stuck about how to go about this. That, that's a tough topic to address. Yeah, because sure. it's going to be children. Children are listening to it. And I can't, it can't be sad or right. you know heavy. So how to write this. My mother had miscarriages, and I know how I felt when I found out about it. I cried. Mm. And um, so I'm thinking about... Um, I, I'd, I'd encourage you to consider this, that children are able and constantly do deal with heavy material. So I, I'd, I'd encourage you to... Um, not Because, granted, you're right, there are some things children should stay away from in some aspects. But I, I'd give the benefit of the doubt to the child that they can deal with darker themes. Because a lot of children's shows handled oh, yeah. darker darker themes. And kids, it, they, you know, they have parents maybe that are broken and uh, siblings that are broken. So well, I, I this wonder. is going to be a healing to parents. Yes. I want this to be a healing to parents. And uh, yeah, it'll be upbeat. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have it be upbeat and healing. It's gonna be a positive. 
But how do I word that so it is positive? So, uh, right. So, so we can maybe you can start off start start off with the doom and gloom and then get brighter as the time progresses. It's called Babies in Heaven. Oh. And I already have these all copyrighted already. Mm-hmm. I'm saying giving things out there, but these are all copyrighted under ASCAP already. So mm. <laughs> they can't be you can't steal my ideas. <laughs> but so one of the songs that I'm having on the children's album. Two young Amish girls taught this song to me. Oh, yeah. And I'm putting this on this song. Well, this is a side fun fact. I drive the Amish. Oh, really? That's a side job that I have. I drive the Amish. That's how they get around <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, Amish has drivers. Oh, that's, that's incredible. So I have the people who I drive. I actually was up early this morning. I drive for an Amish farmer. And I actually drove them this morning, and I'll go back then and take them home. Uh, but that's one thing I do. So I'm, I have a variety. I'm a nurse. I'm an Amish driver. I am a singer, and uh, I go clean up the streets in Philly. That's right. <laughs> and I'm a minister. Yeah. So awesome. you can't get more variety than that. No, so really. these two young Amish girls taught me this song. I drive them, and spontaneously, they'll just start singing. And then, of course, I sing it, start singing. And um, the mother said to me that maybe they can sing the song on the album. So uh, I'll have to see if I can get them to a Lancaster studio to record it. Do you do recordings here? Um, it can be done. It can be uh, done. It can be done. I'd have to ask around. I'd have to, I'd have to check into that. Yeah. So she said that, so I'll see if that can happen, if the father would approve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, and are you going to be planning any tours or any, is that in the works? Things or? were starting up. I have, well, my record label, they used to do two cruises a year in the, uh, spring and in the fall, but the last two years they did none. But now they do have a cruise scheduled for next May. So this is a startup. We're getting things started. We're trying to get back up. So if anybody wants to go on a Christian cruise next May, you can contact me. I'm I'm going. Other Christian artists uh, will be going out of Jacksonville to the Bahamas. Then in the Bahamas, and of course this is ministry. On the Bahamas, we'll be going to uh, an orphanage and doing uh, a ministry. So you'll be along with us for all of that if you want to join a cruise. So talking about starting up, we are starting up. We are getting back in. And and um, then also I'll be at um, July 30th, I'll be at the Glory Field in uh, Washington Borough, 1801 Prospect Road, Glory Field, at 6 p.m., doing worship. Mm. And And you can come at 4 o'clock and bring a picnic lunch. It's nice out there. That's that's cool. Uh, We're kind of ending off our our radio time, but we'll keep going on Facebook Live. So you have one more song to share with us, Rose of Sharon. This is a song. This is on my first album. This is a song that a Lancaster boy wrote, and I used to travel with him uh, singing 
Uh, Brian Davis. Some of you Lancaster people will know him, Brian Davis. Mm -hmm. He wrote Rose of Sharon. Now, and we used to do this as a duet. <laughs> so now the person on this recording that you're going to hear doing the male part is Jonathan Goodwin. He's my manager, CEO of Redemption World. And this is Rose of Sharon by Vicki E. Rogers.
that was Rose of Sharon. And is that on your uh, Hope Healing? Yes, it is. And that's also going to be on my second album. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. No, that's not right. <laughs> but um, Brian Davis, he did that track for me. He put all those. He's he's an orchestra. He did all that music. Oh, wow. Like He did that. He plays the accordion. Not many people play the accordion. And uh, so he liked the accordion. That was my father's favorite instrument. Yeah? Well, if if you'd be interested in hearing more accordion stuff, I'm having a, a professional accord accordion player come on uh, this Sunday at 3 o'clock. Oh. Yeah, Mr. John Milosich. Okay. Yes. Um, but we're ending off our radio time, so if you want to find more of uh, Vicki Rogers, that is... You can find her at, at uh, Vicki E. Rogers Songstress. That's V-I-C-K-I, not Y. V-I-C-K-I, E as, as an elephant, dot Rogers. Normal spelling of Rogers, R-O-G-E-R-S. At Songstress, that's S-O-N-G-S-T-R-I, no, no I, <laughs> S-T-R-E-S-S. Uh, you can find her on Spotify, you can find her on SoundCloud, you can find her on YouTube as well. Uh, be sure to check her out. If you like this podcast, be sure to follow us on facebook.com forward slash the story, Corey Rosen. That's C-O-R-Y-R-O-S-E-N. You can also search up that the story, Corey Rosen, on all streaming platforms and find us there. And also, if you it, Facebook is a funny thing. Facebook will uh, mute sections of a podcast or video that, has copyright elsewhere, even though maybe you or even sometimes I own the copyright to the music, they will mute uh, certain portion por- portions of of the podcast. So if you want to listen, if you want to hear the full podcast with those songs, do check out uh, us on Spotify, where all the songs will be played, and on Apple Podcasts, any other uh, streaming platforms, where the songs will actually be there instead of like maybe three to five minutes of silence instead. Uh, with all that said, if you want to support, please share the video. Please like, please uh, subscribe. Uh, if you are interested, you can buy some merch. We have stickers with the logo, and then we have shirts and hoodies with the logo on the front, and then the first 50 guests, including Miss Vicky Rogers, on the back. With all of that said, uh, oh, those on the radio, we're going to get you back to the music.